It's not 2008 this though, is it? It's 1989 or 1990, isn't it? I remember, I think I remember there being this tie-up, being very interested in this, because it's uh, Glenn Hughes, voice of rock, with uh, Robin George, who, you know, he was supposed to be the coming man, wasn't he? I remember in the mid-80s, conventionally good-looking fella, good guitar player, good songwriter, singer, and it never really happened, and I'm, I don't know why, really. I think it was just one of those, you know, he's one of those overlooked talents who's still making music, and um, he's, he's produced a, a live album of Dangerous Music um, last year, and I was really excited by the, I th- maybe this is a false memory, but I seem to think I remember them, the idea of them um, palling up and thinking that's going to be great. I suppose it's quite a rare album. This sold my copy, yeah. I sold it on eBay and I got quite a lot of money for it. But you know, listen to it again because I've been pushed to to do that from um, great podcasts like the Deep Purple Podcast who put out say, what about this? Sent me to Jolyn Turner recently and then to uh, Glenn Hughes with Tony Iommi because. Glenn Hughes said, remember this album on his Twitter page? And yeah, I do. That was great. And this is is a, a really good piece of work too. It's very much of its time. It has very much of that kind of mid to late 80s parping keyboards, really good AOR melodies, that sort of time when um, that kind of sound was in the charts. Slightly too late though, really. Because that sort of sounded past. However, album's called Sweet Revenge. First track is called Sweet Revenge 2, to keep the uniformity, you know. And that riff is really funky from Robin George. It's got scant drumming, actually. Big bass goes. Rockier chorus, very nice. And I think, are there some horns buried underneath this? Are they synth horns? I wouldn't expect that they'd be shelling out for a big horn section, but you never know. It does sound like there are... There's a little bit of soul horns under there. It's great. Then you get War Dance, which is, in my view, quite forgettable, really. Very 80s keyboards, some guitar, adding some splashes of colour, big bass, but then American Way, which I think I remember... Isn't this a Robin George track as well? These these thoughts come to me. I need to check that out. Yeah, it is. It's on Dangerous Music. Yeah, thought so. And what, what this is, is kind of one of those... Songs in, that you'd hear in the 80s charts and think, that doesn't sound, that's a, a bit of an interesting track. It's sort of, it's got a sort of very um, insistent bass riff and a very kind of wacka wacka guitar to it. It's quite sharp, but it doesn't have any, um, it sort of meanders along to allow the vocal to come in. It's quite sassy from, from Glenn. I mean, I mean, there's not much to it, but it has a real, the feel of a, of a song that you would never expect to be a, a success in the charts. I mean, not without, not like Men Without Hats or anything like that. But, you know, it's it's an interesting sound. There are great tracks here, like number one, big riff, lilting vocal, wiggly solo, nice flowing, sort of a whittling and also kind of um, plaintive, keening solo. Machine, which I've heard before as well somewhere. It's got... 80s synth parps, which is great. A mechanistic backing vocal. It's a big sing from Glenn. And then a really giddy-up guitar solo. It's lovely. Lovely. 
And a haunted is not, you know, I've, I've got a different feeling with, with, with haunted. I think Glenn used to have done a, another track called Haunted. This is, I might have to go and have a look again. Now, I won't, I'll stop myself from doing that because this is lovely. It is a rock ballad, but what a huge chart 80s chorus. It's pristine, it shines in the darkness. Then you've got stuff like Don't Come Crying, which is another ballad, but a rock top ballad with big power chords, 80s chiming guitar in the middle of the of the of the song for the chorus to get a bit of dangerous music because the, the lyrics are there. And then those power chords towards the end sound like the kind of treated GTR. Remember them? Hack it and how with Max Bacon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great album, just the one album. And it sounds like those those tracks there, and they lead the best till last, really. Well, actually, you could say that Sweet Revenge is the best here, but it, it's pushed to the limit by Overcome, which is so bouncy, so American chart. It's got some soul in it. Huge arena rock and AOR middle, as if to say, well, we're a couple of years too late, but this used to be massive in the mid-80s. It's a bit go west, to be honest, and that's not a bad thing, to be honest. It's just, I'll say, to be honest, a third time. To be honest, this that's a fourth time. This is brilliant for the time that it was written and for the time that it's hankering to be, because this sounds like an album that was written in the late 80s, finally released in 2008, it looks like, although people can put me right on that, so I can't find much about it, but I think I remember that. And it really wants to be mid-80s, when this music was really big, but two great artists like this, when you've got two great artists doing this kind of work, it's bound to be good. Another overlooked classic, in my view. Maybe not a classic, but a gem, certainly. Shining brightly. And I'll be going back to have a look at this several times, I would, ex I would expect, in the recent future. Not recent future. In the... In the... In the future, in the... Anyway, very soon I'll be going to listen to this a lot more because I've left it too late, too long to look at it. And finally, I'm reappraising. Not that it needs it. I always knew it was good. Ta-ta.